you are experiencing HR After Dark, solving the people problems that keep you up at night. We exist to make the people part of business easier for leaders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and business owners of all kinds. Thank you for tuning in to HR After Dark. I'm your host, Jada Willis, CEO of Willis HR. And we're back. Welcome to 2022. I don't know about you, 2021, it was weird. I mean, it wasn't as weird as 2020, but definitely interesting. I, for one, I'm excited about the new year, all the possibilities, but I don't know if this is you, but there are several things I would say definitely in the month of December that I would, that I would say either to, let's say clients or colleagues. And and I would say, you know what, that's a definitely, let's put this on the burner for 2022. Let's, uh, let's put this down to something to think about and work on in 2022. Well, those things may have added up for you. I know that they have for me. And so I am definitely adjusting, getting ready for, you know, this week ahead and easing back into, I say easing, but everyone knows that, and my team knows that I say, we hit the ground running. It is a new year. We have a new vibe, new energy, lots of goals. We're so excited. But in all actuality, my focus, and I hope this is your focus too, is to be much more productive this year. And I want to offer you three tips on being more productive and just let's kick it off right in 2022. And so the first one I really want to highlight, and I'm doing this myself and have done it, it's that setting aside the time to have that brainstorm and intention setting. And this isn't like setting New Year's resolutions. This is much different. But think about all those things that you said, you know what, I really want to do that differently in 2022. Or I really want to show up differently. I want to focus on this or even something that was on your to do list, you just pushed to this year. You need to have that dedicated time to write that list and be very thoughtful about what do you want to accomplish when you reach the end of the year, 365 days later, what do you want to make sure that you have said, yep, check that off, I've completed it, or what impact have you made? And whenever I'm thinking about intention setting, I'm doing something a little bit differently this year. And maybe you've been doing this, but I've even broken down my goals to monthly goals. So I'm being very intentional about what would I like to accomplish and do in January? Yes, I have my overarching quarterly goals and I have annual goals, but I really think that, I don't know about you, but I can get lost in these big audacious goals. We want to run to it, but Really, it's breaking it down to smaller tasks or smaller steps. And I know that that helps me for sure. Whenever I can think about it from a monthly perspective, it's not as overwhelming. And I really do think that those small steps will add up to actually reaching, you know, those very, very large goals, especially if it's some type of financial goal, revenue goals. I mean, they can't be just, you know, you wake up and and you just, it's six months later and you've hit the mark. We have to be very intentional about business, interacting with our employees. Honestly, every goal, even for ourselves, we have to be very thoughtful and intentional about what's the plan to get there and how am I breaking this down into actual steps? So the the one thing is 
really setting aside that time for brainstorming, intention setting, but I even been breaking it down to those monthly goals. And I'm holding myself accountable. And I'm even selecting two other accountability partners that, and I'm sharing some of my goals so that they know what I'm working on, but it just helps me for, for two-way communication. All right, the second thing I want to share with you, and this is a huge one for me and some of the members of my team, but it's revamping your routines. I know, and I just, I feel like I've tried this several times, and, and I'm sure that there are many folks that I know you have kids and, and getting back in the swing of things with getting to school on time and, and so many other priorities in the day. And that's where I want us to focus on a morning routine and an evening routine. And I have a morning routine right now, and I'm just going to, I'm going to be vulnerable and transparent to say it is a three hour morning routine. I know. Well, you know, I don't have the kiddos to take care of in the morning. I have an amazing four-legged son named Tucker, but, and he only requires a 20 minute walk. So that's not too much, but there are really important things to me that I have to do to set myself up for success. And that's from a mindset perspective and really just, again, putting myself in the best place mentally, emotionally, and physically. So in my three hours, that typically starts with a prayer and meditation time, possibly some journaling, and then going into uh, definitely a walk with my dog, working out. Now, I've incorporated working out even before, you know, starting in the new year. So this is something that I've added and adapted to my routine. But it's really important for me, and you have to do what works for you, but it's really important for me to work out in the mornings. I just know at the end of the day, I've used like my physical energy, my mental energy, and it's just, I need to kind of come down from the day, ease into the evening. And that's what works for me. So in addition to that, of course, I have to get ready. I have to, you know, get ready for the day, depending on what my meetings look like. And just because you've set this routine, don't be so rigid to say, oh my goodness, well, I have to start at this time, wake up at this time, then I have to end at this time. Well, I am trying to wake up consistently at the same time, but sometimes I do have meetings that start an hour earlier than what I'm used to. Now, I do try to adjust my, my schedule and being an entrepreneur, but you know, I like to say I don't just have one boss now. I have about 50. And so that being the case, sometimes our schedules do not allow us to stick to this, this routine. But I like to say that I, I started with what are my non-negotiables? That means what are the things? I know for sure that is a non-negotiable for me that I'm going to have prayer and meditation time. I know for sure I'm going to do that. In addition to that, I'm now it's a non-negotiable of working out. Even if it's 30 minutes, it's really important that that's how I'm setting up my you know, mind, body, spirit, soul for the day. So I can be the best me. I can be that day. I can show up and I can also give my talents and gifts to those around me. And being in HR, I, I think that we really have to be protective of our energy because we have to be there for so many people, especially in the midst of everything that continues to evolve and change. So back to the routine. So I encourage you to think about what that morning routine looks like. How are you setting yourself up for success? And honestly, even those around you. And then how are you ending your day? I think it's really important how we kind of quote unquote wash off the day. That doesn't mean literally. How are we either working in our journal from a gratitude perspective, reflecting on what went well, 
what could have been improved upon? How could it be different the next day? Whatever that looks like from an evening perspective. But I will tell you this thing. I don't walk into the next day not knowing what's on my calendar and not knowing what I have even from a task list perspective. I don't like, I think it, it just creates a lot of anxiety for me. Yes, I am a control enthusiast, but it creates some anxiety for me because I don't, I don't like surprises. And sometimes, and while you get a ton of them in HR, but I like to know for sure, what are the three things that I know I need to accomplish in that day and have that set before I even touch my laptop. But I also know there are going to be some things and there's always times whenever there are going to be some HR emergencies or HR fires. Well, you kind of have to plan for some of those things that are not going to be on your schedule. So that's going to help all of us be way more productive with our time and again, intentional. Now, have you heard of this, the heads down mode? Sometimes we, we say this to the team. So Willis HR, we work remotely. And we sometimes put in Slack, hey, I'm going to be head down for the next couple hours. That means that we have a very important project, but a very time, energy intensive project that we just need to focus. We have to turn off our notifications and just focus on the task in hand, not even multitasking. That's called heads down mode. When you're in heads up mode, that means that you can, you're, you know, you're working, but you can actually entertain some distractions. Now, it's nice that you, if you have this planned for yourself, but how are you communicating that to your team? And are you allowing your team to kind of have that same type of planning involved so that they're maximizing their day and even thinking through, well, when do I have the most energy? Me personally, I'm way more creative and have much more energy in the mornings. Usually schedule most, try to, my meetings more so in the afternoon because that's going to take a little bit more of a, just a different behavior style for me. These are just things to incorporate and think about as you're working on being more productive, being more effective in whatever roles that you, you play in life. Now, the last thing I want to talk to you about, and this is, and I hope that you listen to this podcast at a time that you can incorporate this in, not just in the first you know, week of the year, but just in thinking through how you schedule your meetings. And so that's the third thing. If you can, at least the first week or two, take shorter meetings. Sometimes it is difficult to get back into that overall groove, but if you are being intentional, setting up that brainstorm time and strategic planning time with yourself, you're going to need more time in your day. And that means it may impact and may, you may have shorter meetings. All right. I know that, and I'm, it's kind of like I'm talking to myself right now. I'm telling myself, listen, Jada, you, you got to take shorter meetings or not just cram your day in back-to-back -back meetings. It's not productive for anyone. And honestly, it's at the end of the day, my energy is totally shot. So, and it kind of feeds into the next day too. It's really not the best thing for me. And it's probably not the most effective thing for those I'm meeting with as well. So it's not the impact that I'm trying to have. So what I am committing to, though, is taking breaks. And this is hard for me. I am used to, and maybe I'm just really traditional, but I'm used to sitting down at my laptop and literally, or my computer, just being there all day long, right? So even if I'm in a meeting, I still have my laptop. But and it's very much, it's a back-to-back -back and taking very minimal breaks. I know that this may be totally TMI, but I know that there have been times whenever, you know, you'll talk to someone and be like, listen, can we just take a five minute off of Zoom? I mean, I can't even make time to go to the bathroom right now. Listen, come on. We've all had these meetings. If you are busy and you're a busy leader, it is, <laughs> sometimes we have to like 
you know, make the time to even go to the bathroom. I'm not sure if that was the intention in how we should spend our days, right? So I really, I'm doing this for myself. I need to incorporate, even if it's a five to 15 minute break, I need to incorporate that after a couple of hours, right? And studies have shown you're really not as productive and you're not going to get the best output if you are literally sitting at your computer for three plus hours without that break. And I'm just going to throw in a bonus. We got to hydrate. Listen, and that, <laughs> I know that's going to impact the break schedule, but these are all things that are going to make us better versions of ourselves so that we can be better leaders, better professionals, and just even better in our for our partners and our personal lives. So I don't know what your goals are for this year, but I believe that this year is a time to elevate. And the ways that we're doing that, we have to focus on how are we being productive instead of just being busy? I kind of even hate saying that to folks because I am a very quote unquote busy person, right? But I want to focus on being productive and where am I showing up and how am I making a difference in this world? So I hope this is helpful. I hope it gives you some starting points for yourself. I recommend listening to this, even replay, and think about what makes sense for you, your schedule, and your routines. And I'm going to make this challenge. I'm making this challenge every podcast in 2022. I want you to be kind to yourself today and do one kind thing for someone else.